Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Show podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me as always are my good friends, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing just swell. Hiya. Just had a mild panic literally three seconds before the episode started. I just muted your audio. So literally that would have been terrible, wouldn't it? If I was just talking to myself (laughs) for an hour and a half. Hope you like just me. (laughs) That's almost what you had because I just nearly muted the wrong thing. But hey, guys, welcome back. Um, We've had a bit of a nightmare this week. We were supposed to record this last night. But then I was was taken hostage by the 1545 for a bit. But it's fine. We're all good. We're all here. We made it safe and sound. We're here to talk about our favorite game soundtracks. That's right. I've got it right, right? I did my prep. Yeah, it's good. game soundtracks. Awesome. The the prep of learning the, to- the topic. Exactly. You think I came up with a list? No. But at least I know it what It would be really about. funny one week if you, you two came with like a completely different thing. <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing this, so we're just going to do this one, and then you can do the other one. We'll just like, all three of us show up with a different I topic. I make the rules. Yeah. That'd be funny. That'd be fun. Uh, but no, alas, because somehow apparently we haven't done game soundtracks as a topic yet. So no, here we are. Mystifying, almost. I'm surprised we honestly had it. When you said we hadn't, I was like, are you sure about that? Have you been through all 120 episodes? 119 episodes? We had, we had an episode where we did like a thing about... It wasn't the music specifically, like the soundtrack in games. It was more... Oh. Um, question about how they or our feelings on a specific thing yeah oh well we're gonna do it today and then we're gonna just gonna talk about all of our favorite game soundtracks and hang out while we sit here in the video game apocalypse where there's nothing new to talk (laughs) about every week hope you weren't looking forward to forspoken because that ain't coming this year our jrpg crowd are crying god of war is at least we get that uh for now all i'm saying november 9th very pushable release date if you ask me but (laughs) we'll see i don't know what's it competing with pokemon yeah that's basically it it took starfield's old date essentially but they did it on a wednesday instead of a friday because they were like "Uh oh you get it because wednesday's odin's day and norse mythology and thor and odin are in the game or something and they're like yeah well done well done that's a very elaborate way of not putting it on starfield day and going look see we didn't steal the date we put it on the wednesday <laughs> um but no enough about god of war we're here to talk about <laughs> skull and bones comes out the day before skull of bones is fucked regardless <laughs> dude that game looks awful imagine making a pirate game and then being it. like you're not allowed off your ship dude you're not going what's Wait, that what? <laughs> yeah it's like a pirate game, but it's just the ship combat. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Someone looked at Sly 3 and was like, that please, but not getting off the boat. Thank you. But Sly 3's was still fun. Yeah, they already made this game good. It was called Black Flag. They've already made it. I don't know why they're doing it again, but worse. Like, they should have just made Pirates another Black World Flag. Kingdom Hearts 3. True, true. But it enough was about really that. funny to me. Go on, go yeah. on, I'll let it. Go on, one more. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, it was just funny because it, like... We it got revealed in what 2017 went silent on it forever, and then I'm like, hey guys, it exists again and it's coming out the day before God of War. Why would you choose that day when you already when they, they probably didn't told- know God of War was coming out that day? It's probably just bad luck. All I've heard from Skull and Bones is there's some country is like funding it, so 
bar that because of their agreement with like a government of a country it has to come out this year so it's like <laughs> apparently that game is like in the worst state it's apparently an awful video game but some government is like going no it's releasing this year how'd it come oh my god it's gotta come out yeah so oh well Oh, well, we're not going to cover that, but we'll definitely cover God of War. But anyway, enough about that. We're here to talk about po- uh, podcasts. No, we're here to talk about soundtracks. Oh, podcasts. Our favorite podcasts that aren't I've this been one. Listening to, I started listening to Critical Role. Really? Begrudgingly taking... Well, not begrudgingly. I'm it does choosing take a lot of to take time, that though. dive. Yeah. I have I have time at work, so I'm like... <laughs> I time at work and no one's around, so I'm like, hey, I'll hang out with these voice actor people. Why not? I'll listen to Matt Mercer talk for three hours. Why Sounds not? Sounds great. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, welcome back, everybody. Today's your podcast every week on Mondays uh, at 5 p.m. UK time, 12 p.m. Eastern. You can catch us talking about everything that we love in the world of gaming. You can find us on podcast services. Just search for Hot Gamers Only or go to youtube.com forward slash Hot Gamers Only, where you can look at our stupid faces each and every week no real housekeeping it's still a bit dry and quiet in the video game world we've got a couple of reviews in the pipeline review should be coming up this week or the following yeah we have that which is i have a script finished and i'm just lazy oh (laughs) there you go is that for dnf duel yeah cool i'm gonna zoom my webcam in a time I think I still need to do some revisions, make sure everything I've got all I want. But no, that's, that's all good. So we've got some reviews coming up. Discussion. Yeah, we got some reviews coming up, but it's mainly quiet. So uh, just expect your usual uploads for now. Unless you hear different, if you want to keep up to date with everything that isn't podcast related, you can go and follow us on Twitter at Hot Gamers Only. We post on there sometimes. We'll see. There'll be updates, I'm sure. Uh, but other than that, we got no real uh, other bits of housekeeping. So shall we just go straight into the topic? Shall we just get straight into it? Because I don't know. How many, ga- how many games do you guys have? I have a couple. But it's like, five. I'm like, you have five? Okay. Five with like a potential six. Hunter's seven. like, I have 24. I've got over 10. Uh, there Hunter you go. Just that's, 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 a stack of CDs onto his table. And I'll probably be somewhere <laughs> in the middle. So let's These start ones, with, yeah. Please. <laughs> this is just for the first half of the podcast. I've got a second Dude, podcast. Honestly, I just up. kind of, I just kind of pitched this one, and then the next, di- and then when I got home from work, I'm like, okay, I like the music from these games, and just kept going. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. We'll start with you then. Where do you want to uh, start? Oh, I'll start with Phoenix Wright. The Ace Attorney Ooh. games have an absolutely delightful soundtrack, and like every one of them man like we talk in amount of like jams per game <laughs> phoenix Wright is a strong contender for one of the best yeah i like i've not played phoenix right but i've definitely heard the music and it does oh, kind yeah. of slam it's it's i i don't know what it is with visual novels obviously because it's like it's a lot of text reading, so it's like they they like they tend to put a lot into their VO and their music because it's like that's what they need to keep you engaged. So with like <laughs> stuff like Phoenix Wright really helps. It really it does have a banging sound. You ever you, you get the objection point with the cornered music? It's like the hypest that's, thing that's in the world. That's the only song I know from that series, <laughs> and it's a good one. Oh, you've never heard the Steel Samurai music? No, Hunter, oh, I literally know nothing up. about it's Phoenix great. Wright. All right, what's it called? Steel Samurai. <laughs> No, yeah, he's doing it now. Samurai, he's doing it live. Yeah, oh, dude, do it, it now. 
<laughs> we can't from do that, it. Like, unfortunately, audience, I can't do it live because uh, I can't take the hit on all those content IDs. We could on YouTube, but we definitely can't on podcasts. I don't think uh, people would be well, happy. Jules about did just... a cover of this. That's oh, dope. we sure did. <laughs> but aside from that, there's so many good. Aside from Steel Samurai, like all of the pursuit themes are great. They change them like every game. Every character's theme is pretty solid. The final like confession songs are all always really good too. It, yeah, there's just a lot of things that stick with me. Like I played Great Ace Attorney back in February, and I still sometimes at work will just turn on random bits of that OST. Mm. This is a good song, Hunter. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thirty seconds in, fantastic song. You love to see it, but no. Yeah, Phoenix Wright definitely does have one of those memorable soundtracks. And I'm actually going to bounce off of you real quick, because if we're talking about visual novels, essentially, I feel like, love or hate this series, I personally have a love <laughs> or hate with this series. If there's one thing that Danganronpa has in our, like, in droves, it is incredible music. And I want to give a special shout out to V3 in particular, because, uh, damn... The soundtrack for Danganronpa, V3 especially, is like insanely good, especially for when you would consider that what these games are are visual novels for the PS Vita. It's like, this is like, like they're insane how quality they are. Um, it's just an awesome soundtrack. Obviously, uh, closing argument, absolute banger. Um, God, there's just so many good ones. I don't know where even to start. Obviously, what's the main, what's the theme called, Hunter, where like, you know, it's the it's the Danger Oh Shit Went Down song. I don't remember what that one's called. New World Order? New World Order. That's it. New World Order. Yeah. Absolute banger. Yeah, um, the one the first game where Kyoko literally does anything. Yeah. <laughs> it plays up. I I um, genuinely do. Um, I absolutely there's just something about the Danganronpa soundtrack where it mixes together. It's like Danganronpa is something that shouldn't really work because it's this mixture of kind of serious and creepy with the utterly bizarre and wacky and like it's like it's danganronpa's kind of like art style and everything to do with it its themes and everything are all just kind of like a box of toys that you've got jumbled up and it somehow works it's like a box it's like a set of like it's like just a bunch of fucking legos and you somehow magically make an odd like an actual thing that's like this looks like a (laughs) a complete set when it's not it's just a bunch of random fucking lego bricks chucked together (laughs) And Danganronpa's the same, and I feel like the reason that it nails what it does, when it nails what it's going for, I feel like the majority of the reason that it's doing that is its soundtrack. And it just it just fits every kind of theme, whether they're going for the creepy kind of atmosphere, whether for some reason somebody's been killed and it's time to bring out the saxophone, you know? It's like, that's like my favorite bit. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's like, so what's dead, bring out the brass. Jazz. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Because uh, even though even uh, though Danganronpa 2 is my least favorite, like, the uh, the the deadly life theme is so good with, like, the brass oh, yeah. and everything going at it and it just going crazy. I absolutely love it and it just it genuinely does it just it nails everything that it goes for it it nails it when it's trying to be eerie it nails the eerie when it's trying to be creepy it nails that too when it's going wacky it does that and it's like and it's just and there's just like some epic pieces of music in Danganronpa so if you haven't played the games and you don't care for the games that's fair because they are a mixed bag of a fucking game franchise (laughs) the soundtracks are definitely worth a listen to because they're great Especially V3. 
It doesn't have closing argument, but it does have a load of jams. It have like Exosol Tribe and the Mono Cub song. Oh, I, 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 I love Rise and Shine Earth Sign. Great. There it is. Yeah. Rise and Shine Earth Sign. Great song. It also, it also, it has, in my opinion, it has the best debate music as well. It's oh, really yeah. good. It has the, debate scrum. The scrum debate yeah, song specifically. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> so many good ones. So many good ones. Go and listen to it. Okay. Kyle? All right. I think I'm going to start off pretty simple on my list um, and go with uh, some good old Super Mario Galaxy. Mario? Yeah, dude. In this economy? <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Go on, then. Yeah. Um, this was a fully orchestral soundtrack, which I believe was Nintendo's first time doing something like this. And honestly, I think it works super well for the kind of game that Galaxy 1 is. Mm-hmm. Galaxy 2 also had the orchestral soundtrack, but I'm not focused. I, I don't remember Galaxy 2 as well. But there's just a lot of really good good sound music in that. One of my personal favorites being... I mean, it's the one everyone loves. It's Gu- uh, Gusty Garden Galaxy. Which is just, mm. like, absolutely stellar song. And all the songs just fit the worlds so well. Even the lesser levels, like Dusty Dune. <laughs> yeah. I don't like literally. Here's my thing: is I'm a, like I'm not a real gamer. I've not played Mario Galaxy. So that's my I thing: know. is it's like I've heard you bits and collection. pieces. I've heard, yeah, but I can't be fucked. I don't like Mario. I'm sorry, Mario fans. I just don't <laughs> enjoy Mario games enough to go and play three old ones. Um, Galaxy would be my most likely though, if that makes you feel any better, Galaxy fans. Um, <laughs> but it's but like not I'm not going to. I've heard plenty of Galaxy music, and I'm like, yeah, it has. It's it definitely is the most epic of the Mario scores. Like you can very much tell that it was that orchestral because they just go all in yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, Instead of the MIDI beeps and boops. Yeah, which they also went and carried carried on with in some of the future ones as well. Um, but it is. I think that's the thing with Galaxy is they were going for grand with everything, whether it was mm-hmm. the spectacle and whether it was with the music. And I feel like it does really fit with that kind of you know planet hopping adventure kind of soundtrack i really do think it matches it quite well yeah it uh definitely the orchestra helped in terms of the variety what you were hearing too like compared galaxy's soundtrack to mario 64 where half the levels had the bit and then the other ones like the a lava land and desert just had that i don't know theme that was heat incarnate yeah. <laughs> essentially yeah like uh and those could get those would wear on me after a while because mm-hmm. you heard them in like almost every level yeah and then even I, like going off know, of, or sorry go on hunter oh i was gonna say the only things that stood out for me from 64 were like the ultimate koopa and such well yeah and then that even got remixed for get the galaxy games yeah good stuff. true good shit but now good soundtrack like it like it hunter uh might as well hit the other nintendo classic here the legend of zelda series hey. <laughs> uh, i do love the music in these games um 
mm-hmm. series wide it's fantastic they've got so many good ones like the forest temple theme and ocarina shadow temple theme too is really good uh skyward sword's got some great ones L- playing that game again last year made me realize i remembered way more about the soundtrack of that game than i thought <laughs> mm-hmm. like uh the skyloft music is really good the demise battles are fantastic man i love the credit music in that game it comes at you like the end of a star wars movie or something <laughs> it's great uh i think overall my favorite in that series though is majora's mask like oh, it same. gives you a lot it gives you a lot of the best of what uh ocarina of time had like you like Surya's song and all that and then you get things like stone tower and the final hours music oh the final hours music it's like one of my favorite songs in video games man that's it's such a so fantastic good. song. It captures so many feelings all at once. It's like the world—you definitely feel like the world is ending, but it's somehow also in a very creepy mm. way, kind of serene. I also want to give mention to Clock Tower, the Clock Town, how its theme progresses oh, yeah. over the three days. It just progressively gets crazier. Yeah, yeah. Song of Healing is another great one. The Deku Palace theme, oh also God, a jam. Nah, yeah. I, I love Deku Palace, but man, listening to that on loop for too long, it starts to grate. Dude, that was me though. with, like, the... God, what's the... Is it called in Wind Waker? Is it... What's the, what's the temple where you're guiding the little bird person around with you? Oh, yeah. The... Is that the is wind? The... Is it the wind I temple? I think that's the wind temple. Yeah. That, that, it's like, it's like that piece of music. I like the wind temple music and Wind Waker, but also... I started to hate it because I was in there that long that my fucking brain was melting and I was like, enough. I don't want to listen to you anymore. Let me out. Why do I have to carry this fucking bird with me the whole time? Because, <laughs> um, yeah. like, my only... Like, the only... Breath of the Wild is my only Zelda game that I truly, like, love. So Breath of the Wild soundtrack, by the way. Better than a lot of people like to give it. People act for. like there's no soundtrack. But... Yeah, I know, and it's crazy. Like, dude... It's usage of old themes in the game is or old other themes in the series is really good. The first time I heard Cass playing a Pono song on the accordion, I popped off. Yeah. <laughs> the the music for the castle when you're making your final run up to Ganon oh. also fantastic. Mm. Just I just I just whenever I think about Breath of the Wild, I always think of the release date trailer. Oh. Um with the obviously with the main theme in it and it's just like i still to this day cannot think of a more hype trailer and i didn't even like zelda like that was the thing (laughs) was the music is so bombastic and the orchestra is playing so fucking high above like anything else and it's just like when like when you hear the zelda theme even if you're not a zelda fan even if you despise every single game in the the franchise you can't tell me that you didn't watch that trailer and as the literally as like the orchestra was jamming you didn't get shivers because i got shivers it made me buy a switch on day one i didn't care but i was like i had a wii u i could have just played it on wii u but i was like no that music's so good i'm all in i'm buying a switch on day one it's just like i say say what you want about zelda but its soundtrack is one of if not the like the most iconic soundtracks in video game history absolutely perfect now i don't know where to go from here do i go I've got some controversial picks, but I'm going to save those for later. Um, <laughs> oh, well, it's not so controversial. It's more like games you wouldn't think 
of soundtracks. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's what I'm you. really going for. I, I'm sure I've got a couple of those in here too, because I listed like 15 of them. You know, I'm gonna. You know, I've got like I've got like fan favorites, and I've got some contemporary ones. But it's like I'm gonna go. We're, we're gonna stick with iconic because it's like there are very few themes in video games. Hunter probably already knows where I'm going with this. There are very few themes that kind of live up to it. And you know, as someone who owns like six copies of this video game, I'm, I'm gonna have to give it to this <laughs> franchise as much as I don't want to. You obviously have the Zelda theme. You have like the Mario theme. I don't think there is anything more like up there on that same level than the Elder Scrolls theme. I don't. Elder Scrolls <laughs> music is great. Elder Scrolls music is the definition of a vibe where it's like it's music where when you listen to it outside of the game, you're you're merely just reminiscing about the game more than actually going. This is a great piece of music, but it sticking you in the role of where you are and sticking you in that world. It does a fantastic job of. Yet at the same time. The fucking theme for Elder Scrolls, whether in any version, but obviously it's going to have to go to Skyrim for how loud and bombastic <laughs> it is. But sure. it's just, I don't think you can find... I, I'd genuinely be surprised. I still think you could definitely, in 2011 and 2012, you could definitely play that to somebody and people would pick up on it, even if they're not huge into gaming. I still think you could probably play the the chanting from from the Skyrim theme and people who aren't gamers will probably go I pro I've heard that before I know what that is it's just one of those songs that is just <laughs> it's just so hype and even if you're like like I don't care for Skyrim that much as many as, for as many copies as I own you think I'd love that game I don't I think it's just fine but man every time again like the Breath of the Wild uh, trailer music Every time I hear that Skyrim theme, I just get like amped up. Something just like shakes in the core of my being where I'm like, yes. Like you just want to join in. You don't know the words, just but you just want to join in. It's one of those things where it just uh, makes you want to charge into battle or something. I don't know. It makes, <laughs> it makes you energetic in a way that like certain music I listen to makes me want to fight as in like Slipknot makes you want to break things. And then other things <laughs> like Skyrim, there's more, I don't know, a powerful kind of feeling. Genuinely it does. It makes you feel like you're about to go and kill a massive beast. And it feels like, it's like, you're going to go and kill that dragon with Very your bare grand. hands right now as we sing the theme song. And it's just like, there's just something epic. Uh, and it's going to suck so hard when Elder Scrolls 6 comes out and the theme's not going to be no as banging. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it'll have the same melody because that's the Elder Scrolls theme, but the fact that people will be like, where's my chanting? Where's the Nordic <laughs> chanting, damn it? But no, uh, actually, absolutely iconic. And it's not just that song. The rest of the soundtracks for all the Elder Scrolls games are very... Uh, they're very they're very fantasy based, obviously, because of the, the the story. But they just fit with that theme so well, and they very much feel fit with the world and atmosphere of the uh, and the kind of vibe that they're going with. So, yeah. gotta love it. Go on then, Kyle. What have you got? All right. So when it comes to picking a favorite soundtrack from Final Fantasy, I don't think like any of them are the wrong answer. Mm -hmm. All of them have their own merits for being great. But I'm giving my vote to Final Fantasy VIII because I'm a shill, and this mm -hmm. game's great. Of course, classic. But beyond Write that, it down on the chalkboard, guys. <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII that, mention. Like, beyond that, like it's also just how varied the soundtrack is. So, like right off the bat, with the with the game starting out in the intro, you've got this just incredible opening song, 
Laberry no, Fatality. It's like enchanting. Yeah. yeah. And it's so good. It starts off real quiet and then as the then as the FMV starts to amp up towards the end, the chanting gets louder and louder, and you're like, oh man, this game's fantastic. And beyond that, like I think a JRPG, like it lives and dies by its battle music, based basically with how often you can hear it. And fortunately, Final Fantasy VIII gives us several different battle themes throughout the game. But undeniably, Man with the Machine Gun, absolute ace of a song. Just, it's not something you'd even think was from Final Fantasy, just listening to it. Where it sounds very, like, techno, very jazz, not jazzy, but, like, very... It's very un-Final Fantasy, especially compared to other songs that were in the game. Hmm. But even, like, just beyond that, like, all the other just location songs are fantastic. Final Fantasy VIII's great. It was the one that started the vocal uh, main theme tradition that they stuck with later oh. on. With yeah, because seven didn't have one, and then they had one. They had eyes on me and eight and melodies. Oh and like yeah, nine, that's what you mean. And then uh, um, Sedeki Dane or however you say it in ten. The real emotion uh, in ten too. <laughs> uh, or. The other the one. Other, a did. thousand years. Thousand yeah, words. A thousand words, yeah. A thousand years is a. <laughs> that's a, another song. And I lost track after that because. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the soundtracks of 12 and 13 super specifically, but as far as Final Fantasy, uh, I didn't. I haven't played 8, so I don't really know the music in it too well. Uh, 9's OST is probably my. It's between 9 and 10. Like, Nines is also really great. Nines is fantastic. Like I just mentioned, Melodies of Life is great. Uh, um, Rose the, of May. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of Beatrix's associated themes, like that one, uh, Sword Sorry. of Doubt, the one that plays when you fight her, also great. Kuja's song, very good. Uh, and of course, You Are Not Alone. All good things, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, JRPGs in general have banging soundtracks, <laughs> and Final Fantasy franchise is not an exception. Like, it's not an exception to that rule. It very much follows it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, even Matsu is just yeah. absolutely legendary as a composer. Definitely. Definitely. So yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I'm a seven normie, so that's all I know is all the seven music. That's it. <laughs> I mean, the seven, seven remake, remake soundtrack was really good too. Like. Uh, you know, it's not when you're listening to it outside the game. I'm sure, hearing the 700 variations of the the same theme, yeah. the <laughs> but in the game, it really works. I think all of that is really good. They yeah. managed to make the first time you hear those who fight further a really cool moment with the way they read it. The Airbuster, I think, is what that boss yeah. is called. Uh, <laughs> Definitely, yeah. and a bunch of the other songs that they redid in that game were also fantastic mm-hmm. Dude, i wasn't playing ff7 remake i wasn't prepared to hear Genova's theme song oh yeah Dude, on I what's basically just of... one I spent the whole of doing that boss fight, like during the part where we were like swapping off, wondering when it <laughs> dropped because I couldn't remember. And I, when it finally did, I was like, "Yes, yes." So there we go. But now, yeah, Final Fantasy iconic soundtracks. Doesn't matter which game you're playing. Chances are, even if the game's bad, soundtracks probably look pretty decent. 
Yeah. Even 15, if you played back the title screen <laughs> music to me, I could probably <laughs> tell you it was that. I couldn't summon it from memory, but... <laughs> He has to get a bashing at 15 every moment he can, dude. Every moment he can. I've never played 13, but they have a really good. The battle music in that game is. Blind by Blight is absolutely killer. Yeah. Anyway, Hunter, what have you got? Um, No pressure hmm. or anything. Just following on from Final Fantasy. I'm going to go to a, this is more of, it's iconic to a lot of people for different reasons, but the Tony Hawk's game, like, <laughs> they're, uh, they're, uh, the classic games in oh, that boy. series. Hell yeah, I mean, now we're talking of... real man's got soundtrack over here. <laughs> that yeah. RPG pussy shit, real man, dude, Tony Hawk, Dude, that defined, yeah. like, some Shred that gnaw, baby. For, honestly. <laughs> for I would never time. bash that. I just wasn't forward, expecting man. to hear that. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, so many classics. Uh, Superman from Goldfinger, obviously, popped off a lot in, uh, was it in Pro Skate or one or two where that was actually? But, um, yeah, just a whole bunch of great punk rock, skate, ska, punk bands got a really good footing in like the early 2000s, late 90s because of those. And I listened to quite a bit of that stuff today still even. Nice. No, no I got to just... know Hunter. What's up? Iconic, when, when you were playing the game as a kid, did you ever just like leave the game on to listen to the music? Uh, I'm sure I did a few times. For sure. Mm. It's just, yeah. I that's like... It's one. That's one thing I miss. Like I'm because it's like other than like sports games like FIFA, you kind of still yeah. get some music, but it's like Dude, FIFA there are certain like... games from like the '90s and the 2000s that are just time capsules of yeah. like <laughs> the era. Because it's like even FIFA ten years ago, genuinely, you go back and listen to like old FIFA soundtracks, like FIFA 12, FIFA 11. They're still like really good like takeaways from that year. Now. EA's being a bit cheap, so they always go for like the same kind of genre and stuff like that. You'll get a bit of like stuff where it's like churches is in FIFA 22, so it's like you'll get bits and pieces of like actual mainstream stuff, but most of the time it's more of like underground kind of music now. Where it's like back in the day though, 90s, it was like Tony Hawk had like everything that people wanted in. Good, good <laughs> licensed soundtracks. Like when they're good, they're really good good like mm. tony hawk is a great example of it for sure <laughs> no i've got like, another i've got another one dude i've got another one i can follow yeah. you back off that guitar hero dude genuinely oh, yeah absolutely iconic like playlists like genuinely i feel like everybody has a personal favorite guitar hero and it's not to do with improvements to the game design or anything that they've done like that it's solely <laughs> personal preference based on just what's your list. favorite playlist yeah to me it'll always be a mix between two and world tour i know there's massive fans of three i also really love one there's so many good songs in the guitar hero franchise there's a reason it, that it sold so well and it did so well it wasn't it obviously it was because it was a gimmick but also because there was great songs with the gimmick it's like if you had given someone a guitar <laughs> and then gone here's a load of shit songs that no one wants to play no yeah. one would care but when it's like here you go have a load of pop uh, rock and punk songs that just everybody knows and really loves is like that are iconic it's just like unbelievable soundtrack world tour will always be my favorite 
personally, but that's the one I played the most. Three so was, was like two thousand eight the most, and to this day, like I still appreciate that game because Rise Against is one of my favorite bands, and they, their song "Prayer of the Refugee" is in that game, and I started listening to them because I heard that. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, Misery Business from Paramore is in World Tour, and that was the first time I heard yes. Paramore. Yeah, that's where I yeah that's where I first listened to Paramore. So that's that. But there's just there's so many. This is, you know, even Jared is Thirty Seconds to Mars. That was Jared Leto's band, right? Yeah, even Jared yeah. Leto's in this game. It's iconic. <laughs> it's iconic, dude. But I do love the kill. It's a good song. But there's so many good songs, like you know, Misery Business. You got Jimmy Eat World in here. Like I said, you got La Bamba, dude. What a fucking tune, dude. What an absolute <laughs> tune. Had, uh, that one had System of a Down in it. Spiderwebs, no doubt. Great, love that song. There's just there's so many good songs in guitar hero in general everyone has their favorite hotel california was in this one as well wasn't it i have the tiger yes this one game <laughs> what a game i don't care you're all wrong this is the best one dude look at this it's got hotel california dude oh so good living on a prayer bon jovi yeah fuck you all dude this game's so great many. this many game's great. great but regardless I, I there's something about again you couldn't do guitar hero today you genuinely couldn't. You wouldn't like tried, it wouldn't work it today. Work. <laughs> no. But man, it's a great little time capsule of the time and the era of the two thousands of just like greatest hits. It's great. I love it. Anyway, Kyle, I assume you're gonna go back to normal soundtracks now. Mad World and Anarchy Reigns. Okay, I take it back. Are okay. absolutely wonderful soundtracks. Okay, I take it back. Fuck you, Ethan. Okay. <laughs> Did I choose that off my list just to spite you? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even really like rap and hip-hop stuff that much, but this is a really good, like, OST. There's just I something had... about it that's so unique to the mm. aesthetic of the whole game. Mad World, it just works so well. I love... I feel like any other kind of soundtrack wouldn't really work with this, like, Sin City murder game vibe it had. Oh, yeah. And then Anarchy Reigns, like... Say what you will about the actual game. The soundtrack is incredible. It carried me through sophomore year of high school. <laughs> I was a very angry boy back then, Hunter. <laughs> I like to think I've mellowed out since then. No, a bunch of people were very angry boys in high school. That's what you think. <laughs> I mean, I was. People thought I was angry, but <laughs> I was probably having a better time than most of them. Honestly, probably. I've, you always, were just just been, I've always just yeah. been a passive soul, dude. I'm always passive. <laughs> Me? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I only get angry <laughs> at video games. Not real life, dude. Not real life. I bottle up all my anger. And then slam a table or something. I've only broken so many controllers in my life. But, uh, no. Like I say, again, I didn't grow up with the Wii, dude. I didn't grow up with Mad World or anything like that. So all I know is Kyle put the soundtrack on his YouTube channel and it got a lot of views. That's all I know about it Mad sure World. sure did. Uh, sure did. Both of them, actually. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, they all just really popped off. But hey, still. I From the bits and pieces I've heard, it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, if you're not into, like, rap and hip-hop, it's not going to be your thing, mm. but it's still, like, it's just still something. I feel like it's worth talking about just because it's 
of how unique it is. I haven't heard anything like it in another game. Definitely. Shame that there'll never be a third one. Oh, Feels man. bad. They should they should put Mad World on like modern things though. They really That'd should. Cool. Make it happen, Platinum. Please. <laughs> Re- recoup those Babylon's fall losses. <laughs> no one's recouping those Yeah, with losses. a game that four people would buy. Exactly. Hey, man, at least it would be good. That's yeah, what people would more, buy it that'd be more, That would be more people than who's currently playing Babylon's Fall on Steam right now. So. Feels bad. You know what? You're right. <laughs> okay, Hunter. What have you got? All right. Well, I can only put this off for so long. I'm going to go with Transistor next. It's been oh. a solid three or God so damn weeks it. since. I thought you were going to say Hades. Well, we can talk no, about Hades no. as well because I was going to bring <laughs> yeah, up Hades. So I'll bring up Transistor and Hades together. Derek because... Corb is a genius. That's what you thought. Hunter's <laughs> family disagrees his, and decides his to scream. didn't out. like that opinion. No, terrible opinion. Wow. Look at him. <laughs> How dare they? Can't you see we're doing a podcast? How dare they? How unprofessional. Unacceptable. Anyway. anyway. You were saying? <laughs> anyway. It's, it's OST is fantastic. It, uh, I think one of the things that Supergiant does really good as far as their soundtracks is concerned is in a lot of ways it's like intrinsically tied to the way that the story gets told. Like... Uh, in Transistor, the main character is a singer who lost her voice. So a lot of the soundtrack is kind of this mental, like there's a button where you can hum all of the background music. If you just push it, she'll stop. And it's like this mental expression of what's going on. All the songs with lyrics. <laughs> it's a great feature, Ethan, don't you? No, sorry. I was just <laughs> checking. I just thought I'd double check how many people are playing Babylon's Fall right now. And the answer is nine. <laughs> And it's on a oh, twenty-four man. hour peak of twenty-five people playing Babylon's Fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to meet those nine people. It was all-time. It's all-time okay. peak was one thousand one hundred and sixty-six. That's the most people My ever God. played that game on Steam. That's crazy. Anyway, sorry, Hunter. So yeah, Transistor. Yeah, its soundtrack is uh, so when you stop and hum it's like this mental expression of what she's feeling and the all the songs with lyrics are like in universe songs that existed when she did have her voice it's real cool that way uh does a really good job at setting the tone for the kind of cyber noir vibe that the game has in general Mm -hmm. uh old friends the first song that you'll hear is really good at setting the atmosphere for the rest of the game and uh Paper Boats is one of the best credit songs I've ever heard in my life. No, definitely. Yeah. I'm just going to talk about Hades because I don't know Transistor's soundtrack at all in the slightest. Hades' soundtrack is an absolute bop as well. It really is, uh, man. <laughs> I absolutely just love how it mixes. Like, I just don't know how they really do it, where they mix all of these styles together and still make it feel like it fits with the whole idea of gods in the underworld. It's like, it has inspiration from so many like different genres, yet it somehow all seems to feel like it fits in, where it's like, oh yes, if this took place 2,000 years ago in the underworld, this makes sense. Like, it's so weird how... (laughs) almost modern at times the soundtrack feels yet how 
it isn't at the exact same time. It's so like bizarre to me, but it all fits in really well and ties up really nicely into a very um, succinct and kind of I don't know what the word to describe it really is. It's just it's a very solid package where everything flows nicely and nothing feels out of place. It's just very, very solid. Yeah, D- Darren Corb, like the process seems to be almost like taking a couple of different genres and fusing them together in each of these games to make it something really distinct. Because honestly, in every game I've played from Super Giant, nothing that nothing sounds quite like anything else I've heard in another game. Like, you could succinctly say that a lot of Hades sounds like ancient Greek doom music, but <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, not exactly accurate. Like on the, if you go into specifics, it's just an easy thing to say to get people to pay attention to it. No, because it, it yeah. definitely do, it has those inspirations from rock and it yeah. has those inspirations from metal, but it's equally drawing in inspiration from the kind of instruments and music that you associate with kind of the whole Greek God kind of pantheon kind of era of like, yeah. Like that string that plays and... when you beat the, uh, when you beat a run and like while he's walking to his mother's little cabin, that one's totally different from anything else in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's great. I do. I really, I really love and appreciate, uh, the work that super giant puts into everything that they do with their games, but especially their soundtracks. Uh, truly is some special stuff there. Which is weird, because Hades is a couple of years old now. What are they working on? Who knows? They're probably, <laughs> oh, ne- they're probably neck deep out. into their next project. Oh, I can't so, be yeah. exciting. Mm. Hunter will be at least buying five copies, oh, so they at least know that... Game. I will. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, God, is it my go? I think so. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna go for a basic ass answer, dude. I'm just gonna say Spyro the Dragon. (laughs) No, not GTA. I'm just gonna go Spyro the Dragon because it's like 3D platformers, I don't care. You can all have your arguments. Who has the best soundtrack? Is it Crash Bandicoot? Is it Mario? Is it Sonic? I tell you to go fuck yourselves because it's Spyro the Dragon, dude. Because have you heard Sonic of Stuart Copeland, dude? Have you heard of Stuart Copeland, though? You may know I him as the drummer from The Police if you're old. And oh, if you. Nice. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> they Insomniac Games got the drummer from The Police to do their soundtrack for their Purple Dragon game. And it's like. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that soundtrack, but to me, it's one of the first instances of a soundtrack where, where it wasn't licensed, but I also was like, this feels, and this is no, like, this is no offense to, like, composers of the time, right? But it was, like, a lot of people who were composers for games were composers for games. This is, like, the first time where I was like, man, someone's composed, like, an actual score for, like, a video game, where it's, like, every song, you can hear them now, I mean there's there's hd like kind of sound clips of all of the new of all the songs through it and it's just like they're so good and they still hold up to this day like so incredibly well and they're so catchy and it's just there's something about spyro's music which is just like on another level it's like people always talk about do they like crash or spyro more i love both games and i love the soundtracks to both but there's something about spyro's soundtrack that is just 
insanely good. So good that he ripped off his own ideas and used them for TV themes later on. The Amanda Show theme <laughs> came from Spyro the Dragon because he loved Wizard's the Wizard Peak. Peak music that much. He's like, I'm reusing that and selling it to Nickelodeon while I'm here. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how amazing. good the music is for Spyro the Dragon. It's just kind of iconic. Yeah. There are so many iconic tracks. Spyro it's 1 also, especially. Yeah. It's also cool that like every level had its own theme song. Yeah. None of them got reused. Not a single one. There was some maybe like flight levels, but that's flight levels all had unique songs. I have no idea. Uh the the only yeah. occurrence of repeat songs are there's a mistake in the in a version of Spyro 3 where the Evening Lake song, this is in PAL and it's also in the first issue of NTSC, Evening Lake's music doesn't play. We got Sunset Spr- Sunrise Spring twice. Evening Lake has the same theme. So I never heard Evening Lake's theme until I played Reignited because I didn't realize the PAL <laughs> version was broken. Sorceress's theme also doesn't work on some of the versions. There's, but that's all Insomniac fucked up, not Stuart Copeland. Yeah. If that makes sense. So there's like a load of music the... that I never heard. Which was kind it of reminds cool. me of like the missing Fire Temple music in Zelda, where <laughs> later versions of Ocarina of Time edited out like the chanting because it was religiously offensive or something. And yeah, I I have like one of the I guess one of the early copies because I always had the chant and I never knew what people were talking about when I got to those did you know gaming videos. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't understand. No, my copy works fine. <laughs> Yeah, mine was fine. Ganon bleeds red too. <laughs> See, listen. Yeah. That's the thing. When you also when you're a kid, you just don't notice. It's like I never really clicked together. Oh yeah, Sunrise Spring and Evening Lake have the same theme. That's weird. When uh Midday Gardens and uh Midnight Mountain have different themes. I'm like, oh it's weird that those two have the same theme. Not thinking that it was a glitch with the game that they failed to code, <laughs> and then it's like, oh yeah, there is an evening lake theme. That's it. Almost to a point where when I heard the Evening Lake theme, I'm like, this is wrong. What the fuck? Is <laughs> Music's different. I'm going to hold my breath until they change it back. What the fuck is it? <laughs> then meanwhile, no. you've got Crash Bandicoot who, or Crash 2 who, for the credits song, they just used Turtle Woods music again. Hell yeah. Dude. They <laughs> reused a lot of music. stellar. Still a great soundtrack, but yeah. The fact oh, yeah. that Spyro had like 20 odd levels, 20 to 30 levels in every game, and every level had a different theme like every song is completely different in all of them is incredible uh it's a real testament and the trilogy still holds up uh so if you ha- if you're ever bored listen to the spyro soundtrack because it's fucking great it's really solid anyway kyle what have you got <sighs> xenoblade chronicles x oh what a bitch dude x x yeah dude Dude, don't the one that we the... haven't played. Don't worry, we'll get to the other ones later. <laughs> no, we'll talk. No, we're not counting them as separate entities. We're putting Xenoblade Chronicles, and we'll have a big talk. We're not coming back. We're not right. coming back. So go on, All start right, with fine. X then, which means we can't talk about. I chose X just because I really like its aesthetic. Because you um, wanted aesthetic. to be different. <laughs> Soundtrack was composed by Hirio Hirio. Hi... Hiroyuki Sawano, who was the composer for anime like Kill la Kill and Attack on Titan. I've heard of those. They're normie anime. I've heard of both of them. <laughs> That's why they're on the list as examples. The Attack on, <laughs> the Attack on Titan theme, the first one anyway, was real good. Yeah. And and it just real like the music, it just fits the kind of like sci-fi space adventure 
vibe of Xenoblade X so well. Features mm-hmm. a lot of lyrical songs that is unique from the rest of the Xeno series. Not even just Blade, but all the ones that came before it as well. And it also features one of the best like choose your game title screen songs, which is a four four and a half minute song called Melancholia. You never need to stay on that screen for more than twenty seconds. And they made a whole fucking lyrical song to go with that screen. They're already getting brownie points because I don't know why. My favorite, one of my favorite words in the English language is melancholy. (laughs) I don't know why. It's just like it's just like you know, it's it's just like such a flamboyant way of saying like I'm just feeling (laughs) air. Yeah, I just love it. It's such a like it's like one of my favorite words. I use like I, uh, I'm like. I have such a basic kind of um, like typing pattern when it comes to my words, when it comes to the words that I use when I write, but it's like melancholy is like, like that's my variety word. That's like my, (laughs) that's my look at me lit major. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's my thesaurus word. (laughs) But no, there's, yeah, honestly, like, obviously I haven't played X. It's the only Xenoblade game I haven't played. Yeah, unfortunately. I do own it. One day, I'm busy playing P3. Well, you got yeah. me playing one old fucking RPG. <laughs> Take, give me this a break. This from dude. 2015. It's not even that old. It's on the Wii U. It's dead and old. For dead me anyway. console. Dead console <laughs> ratio. Um, uh, <laughs> but there's something about Xenoblade's music that just hits different. And I know that's the most basic thing to say, but it does. <laughs> it's like, I just listen to pieces like, obviously. As of recording, Xenoblade Three is not out. It's a couple of weeks away, but it's like I've not—I've purposely not listened to them. They keep releasing new songs. I'm like, fuck off, not the listening. Flute music not listening. in the trailer. That but literally, really <laughs> the main theme with it being the flutes, and it's like just hearing that. Literally, I've only heard it like three or four times. Goosebumps every damn time I hear it. <laughs> like. There's something about Xenoblade music that just makes me want to cry instantly. It's like one of those songs where I'm like, I can guarantee that those flutes are going to fucking kill me at the end of this video game. I already oh, know so that those flutes it, are going to destroy me at some point. And I'm like, like genuinely, like I love both Xenoblade 1 and 2 soundtracks. They're both mm. incredible. I love 2's more, slight bias, yeah. but also people are wrong. Xenoblade 2 soundtrack's better. Uh, it's not. It's, 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 the better game. it's like neck and neck, but there's just so like honestly, like there's there's just so many songs from the Xenoblade franchise where I'm just like, oh, it's so epic and so like, it's like punching above its weight is what yeah. I would describe it as is because it's like you would not expect a RPG that didn't even do that well originally financially or anything like that. It wasn't even funded very well for Monolith the original to have a soundtrack like that. You wouldn't have expected them to go all in with the orchestra in the second one and again, kind of build on it. Like Xenoblade, as much as Nintendo's trying to push it forward, it's only yeah. like a 2 million game seller, right? It's not as huge as people. Well, saying that, Persona and Nier Automata are only at like six. So it's like, they're like little, like they're, they're, they're small fish, right? But it's like the fact that they put that much effort into it, knowing that it's not necessarily your Mario Galaxy, but they still go out with the full orchestra and they're like going, hell yeah, let's do 
Yeah, you need they're... to remember need to remember Xenoblade's history. This game wasn't even supposed to come to America. Oh and yeah, even when it did, it got shipped to GameStop only for seventy dollars. Yeah, and like Nintendo wanted this game to fail, and yet here we are. But no, there's something special about Xenoblade music, whether it is the atmospheric tear jerker kind of songs. Then there's also just the battle music is again just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. The one theme from two that gets used in certain boss fights, I think it's called like counter attack or counter yeah, attack. Counter attack. Yeah. The one that plays the last time you fight Zeke before he joins the group. Oh yeah, I love that one. Yeah, Zeke's it's real thief. good. They're all they're, there's so many good things. The Torna music, battle music is great as well. There's so much, there's so much variety, and again, so much style with the music. And I do, I just really appreciate the Xenoblade soundtrack so much. It's really damn good. Put it and on Spotify, also... cowards. Please, but then also with um, Future Connected on Definitive Edition, you're on Bionic Shoulder, whole new battle theme. Yeah, don't need to do it. Whole, whole yeah. new set of songs. Didn't it's need wonderful. To. <laughs> Didn't yeah. need to. Didn't need to, did but it. they did it anyway. It's great. Yeah, Xenoblade. Genuinely, one of the things I love about it is its soundtrack. That's super good. You should definitely go and have a listen to them if you haven't already. Do give them all a listen. They should already know that anyway, because you've probably played Smash, and if you've played the two Smash stages, you've probably heard quite a bit of decent music from them. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. But you would have never heard any X music. Because X doesn't exist. Yeah, As I take it's a on swig. a dead console. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one bought. Port the one. game, you cowards. They, they won't. That's like the one game that will stay with the Wii U. Like, Genuinely, they were like, we need the Wii U. We're burying the Wii U. We need one Legit game to two. stay behind to be the gravestone, and that's Xenoblade X. So it's like, you bury your Wii U and you stick your <laughs> Xenoblade X case as the fucking tombstone, and then you go, Salu, <laughs> that's the end of the Wii U, because everything else has moved on. Even Legit Tokyo two. Mirage Sessions got a port. <laughs> there goes Xenoblade X. Into We're going to the... be 80 and there's still no Xenoblade X port. No God, X2, yeah. no nothing. No, Did I, no one, of, I won't even remember what a Xenoblade X is when I'm 80, bro. That's in a couple of console generations, they'll come, they'll come and get it. It'll be like, am I about to defile this grave for money? Of course I am. I mean, Nintendo has already remade Xenoblade <laughs> 1 twice, and it's only and it, like before yeah. it was even 10 years old. So it's like, of course they're gonna... One day, you can believe, they'll, they'll, they'll remake it probably. Someday when Monolith can figure out how to port the game. Or they'll remake two or three. They'll do like they'll do one of the others instead. You'll see. Or they'll just do one again. Please don't do one again. Anyway. Please don't right. do one again. Please, we've got enough I've got like three copies. It. I don't need another one. Hunter. Uh I guess I'll go with Metal Gear Solid. The music yeah, in choice. Metal Gear Solid is fantastic, series wide. Like, like if we were doing three by threes for this, I could <laughs> genuinely do a three by three for all four of the main games. All four. All four of the ones that are the most important. Okay. One four. Okay, someone's just missing five <laughs> up. Like, no, not you. No, no, no. Five is okay. Like, uh, a lot. It's hard for me to like attach. Like, there are good songs in five. Like, 
sins of the father, but a lot of it is, you know, how Death Stranding was just kind of Kojima's Spotify playlist. Uh, uh, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. I love, I love Kojima's Spotify <laughs> playlist because he has churches and I like churches, I, so I'm fine. I with don't that. disagree with this. I, I think it was all there was all good music. But Metal Gear Solid Five was like that, but but specifically like Kojima's '80s Spotify playlist. Oh, nice. Um, as far as the other games are concerned, like Three Snake Eater, absolute classic. Oh, <laughs> one of the best intro intro songs to a video game you'll ever hear. Uh, it has a bunch of other really great themes in it as well, like the theme for the final cutscene debriefing. Fantastic. Uh, um, bat, the Shadow Hub theme, really good. Uh, I think two might be the one that, uh, if I hear, is it? It's like got the least amount of songs that I'd go out of my way to listen to. But every time I hear it when I turn on the game, it's the one that gets me in the most uh, in the mood to play it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Outside of the main theme and yell dead cell. There aren't really that many that I'm out there looking for, but when I hear like the music, just, just the general sneaking music in like the areas of the game, it's really fitting for us. Yeah, no, definitely. But I, I, I'm sorry. I'm still just, I'm still just shattered from the blasphemy of death stranding soundtrack. <laughs> Death Stranding. That wasn't a slight. It was just getting my point no, I'm across. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. No. <laughs> Mal Gear, obviously, uh, just a very iconic franchise. So of course, it has an iconic soundtrack to go along with it. Yeah. The, All uh, the Metal Gear music I know is from Smash Bros. Uh, nice. I'm sorry, Hunter. Revengeance. Same. Also, it's Encounter uh, is a very good song. Encounter is a great song. Like that's iconic in its own right. The yeah, the Metal Gear Revengeance music also fantastic because I kind of forgot to say anything one. about that. But all of those boss themes are top tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, right. Well, we tried. I'm going for the basic. I'm going for the basic hey. bitch, dude. It's Persona time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Because uh, people won't know, because I haven't really mentioned it, but I've been playing Persona Three finally. My um, boy, yeah. And man, dude, like it's a great soundtrack. It's a great yeah, Persona Three on its own is a great soundtrack. Um, I just really respect the thing about Persona that I really respect, and I respect it more now that I have basically I'm like eighty five percent of the way through Persona Three. So it's like I have basically played all three of the all three of the the modern the persona games yeah the modern persona games as we'll call them even though they're not modern because it was 2006 um well, it's how the modern persona formula yeah yeah the, yeah the modern formula but i think the thing that i respect the most is genuinely how different all three of the soundtracks are yet they manage to nail the vibe each and every time um, yeah I don't know how they did it, especially between three and four with such a tight like turnaround between those two games. I'm very much impressed with how much they managed to do in two years in terms of the difference between Persona three and four. Cause that's a, it's a much bigger, like obviously you can see where there's copy and paste kind of like elements and they very much did basically do a breath of the wild too, where they just took the engine and took everything that they were and they were like right quickly let's make something with it let's do it let's make a new story entirely but let's 
use the the bits and pieces but on a soundtrack point of view it's like they managed to drastically shift tones Mm -hmm. and do it so effortlessly it's just kind of like it's kind of enviable really uh but yeah i just there's so many good songs in every persona game right we can we can go through like persona (laughs) three four and five there are so many whether it's battle themes whether it's like burn my dread whether it's uh God, I'm going to have to get up the Persona 3 list because I genuinely don't listen to the Persona 3 soundtrack because I didn't want spoilers. But So I don't know the actual names of the Persona 3 tracks. The track. City, Iwatodai Dorm, the school music. Uh, yeah, one to, is it One to Be Both True? Normal and- what is it? One to Be Close, that's it. One to Be Close is an absolute... I love One to Be Close. It's such an atmospheric song. I absolutely adore it. And one of the things, I don't want to really talk about Persona 3 too much since I, f- until I beat it. Um, but it's just like, all of the little kind of like pet peeves with Persona 4 I had, whether it was stuff like, oh, I think the, I think the music is a bit generic at times when it came to the dungeons. I thought that the dungeon music for Persona 4 is extremely kind of basic. Um, or it's like even things like we've complimented before where I'm like, hey, I loved the idea of Impimentos, the music gradually changing the further down you go to now play Persona yeah. 3 and realize you just ripped that shit out of Persona 3 with Tartarus because Tartarus does sure the exact did. same thing. But it's like there's so many good pieces of music in the entire franchise. And I'm just like, damn, what a great lineup of music. Whether yeah. in whatever genre they go for, I'm very much interested to see what genre they go for next, because I have no clue what they'll do. To be honest, genuinely can't wait. Who knows? Maybe we'll hear a hint of it in October. Probably not. Probably not. Probably when are we not. supposed to get more Persona news? October. Oh, that's when the concert oh. is. That's when if we get oh, Persona Six, it's happening in October. Which. Isn't that Dude, a, what if it, they play P6 music at the concert? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> what if they just end it with a song that no one knows and then they play the reveal trailer or something and it's like, damn, that'd be crazy. Even if they don't do that, we will get a hint of it because the OST is just going to be a bunch of crying fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> but no. Uh, Honestly, go and listen to the Persona soundtracks. P3. I have got a soft spot for b3 at the moment because i'm playing through it yeah uh, the gameplay fucking sucks but the the actual Bro, like story and up. everything You're playing with cheats. yeah and it still sucks imagine <laughs> playing it without cheats yeah it was fun it was like a randomizer no. built into the game no Kyle, it's fucking it horrible. wasn't fun <laughs> where every, every time turn... you talked about it you were miserable you were miserable uh... but without even with with cheats, I'm probably gonna. Kyle probably not surprised. I like Persona Three more than Four. I think is where I'm I currently also like sitting. Persona Three more than P Four. Don't like it more than Five, but I think that P Three will comfortably sit in second. Mainly I because think... it didn't pull the bullshit. I was like. Not to spoil anything for you, Hunter, but I was literally sitting there the whole time going, right, okay, who's your fucking plot twist? Are you the plot twist? Are you the plot twist? And it's like, I've got to November, and I'm like, you know what? Thank fuck that nobody's been a major plot twist, because it's like, I'm like, I was sitting there counting down the days where I'm like, 
where's the major plot twist character? And it's like, didn't happen. I'm like, oh shit, they're telling a story without that this time. Cool. Or if there has been a twist, it's like not been major. It's like, okay, cool. I can live with this. Thank you. Nice. One more fucking detective turns evil. I'm going to re. <laughs> can't handle it. But no, great soundtracks. Love the pieces. Yeah, sure. Kyle, where are we at? All right. So this one, I'm, I'm, this is a composer because all of his music kind of is like lumped into the same kind of category. It's Yasunori Matsuda. Okay, you can type that. In the, you can type that in the timestamps. <laughs> I'm not typing that. <laughs> no, he's done. He's done a lot of like mostly JRPG work. He's done the two Chrono games, Octopath Traveler, the Xenoblade soundtracks. Okay. Like he's just an absolutely phenomenal composer and uh, like a lot of his stuff sounds the same. It's just a lot of JRPG flutes. But no, Xenoblade flutes. Three is the flute. That's dude. Flute. It's all flutes. No, but that one is flute. Like everybody <laughs> else has background flutes. Everyone else, Xenoblade <laughs> Three is like, fuck off, move out the way. It's only flute time, dude. Sit in the back, drums. It's flute time. Only flutes. <laughs> but no, carry on. Sorry, I cut you off. No, um. No, I won't. I don't think I, I will. I pretty much said my piece. Like it just, it's, it sounds good. There's no, not much else to say. It's just, it's all sounds. It all fits so, the vibes of the games. Yeah, we already talked about Xenoblade. So I've played ha like half a Chrono Trigger and Octopath Traveler. Those are both really good soundtracks. Like Chrono Trigger, literally for almost every moment in the game, the music switches. Uh, I'm like, oh man. This is really good. Mm -hmm. like, uh, so many, so many jams. The uh, time fair, really good. There's a, the, there's a theme in the woods really early on that kind of reminds me of one of the Donkey Kong songs. <laughs> it's a weird shout, but it's the thoughts I had when I played it. And Octopath also had really good music as well, like a. Uh, I liked the fact that the battle music would change when you got a little further on. Yeah, yeah. as you like progressed into the outer rings of the map, the battle yeah. theme would change. Uh, mm -hmm. as for, for as much as the true final boss sucks, it's got an absolute jam of a theme song. We love chanting. We do love <laughs> battle against the dark. We love made up, made up Latin chanting. Oh, exactly. we sure do. No. But then also in my research, like this is just a complete aside. He also did the music for Mario Party One. Really? And that that just amused me. So I just want to throw that one in there. No other Mario Party, just the first one. And he also helped with Kid Icarus Uprising soundtrack. And oh, nice. People oh, nice. like that game. I've never played it, but <laughs> people like it in spite of the controls. No. Fair enough. An iconic list of video games there. Aye. Chrono Cross and Mario Party. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay then. Hunter, how many more do you have? That's what my question is, because I'm sure Kyle's oh. running close to out, right? Uh, I can probably bullshit one more. Okay. 
I could do a few more, but like we can I can do a few also more. limited. No, to be done, it's a limit. If you want to do, if you want to do a couple more, we can do like we can do two quickly, and then Kyle can round us out. All right, I guess first up, I'll go with uh, Silent Hill. At least the first two, because okay, three is an arm and a leg, but uh. I've really, in general, Akira Yamaoka's work is really good, but Silent Hill specifically, um, I'm more attached to the music in two, just because I like that one a little more, is really good at being different from every other horror game I've played in the sense that it's way less like trying to overtly be creepy and more of somber and reflective. And I really appreciate that because, you know, at their core, they're like psychological stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I bet. Yeah. Silent Hill is just Silent Hill is one of those games where I even hearing the music, I'm like, you, I'm fucking, you know, I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole, dude. Like genuinely, it's just <laughs> one of those. It's one of those games where it's like Resident Evil. I can listen to Resident Evil music and not be kind of like put out silent hill i'm like nah you fucking stay away from me i'm fucking give where's my barge pole dude you get that shit away i can't hack it because it's like even the little bits i've heard i'm just like no 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 back stay back pyramid head bastard (laughs) pyramid head songs great man no i'm like fucking be gone i don't i don't care Uh, for you or your like weird cone head get away they got the they got the metallic scraping like in the music it's really good no Uh, it's not it's um... creepy as shit (laughs) really not a fan um the opening theme of two theme of Laura is really good. Uh, Promise is one of I I have a beef with Promise. It's one of the credit music. It's one of the credit songs, but it's also the credit song for the worst ending. So oh nice, <laughs> it makes me really mad that the best song is locked behind one of the worst endings. That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Mm. Yeah, Silent Hill, great stuff. Okay. Is it time for the is it time for the really controversial one? Is this is this it? Wait. Go for well it. yeah, no, it's gonna you're gonna Let's be like bully him. Yeah. Okay, it's it's Horrible kind of a franchise. Kind of Yo, franchise. Nintendogs. No, it's Let's not go. Nintendo. It's not Nintendo. It's <laughs> like the most normie one. franchise ever. But I have to talk about Black Ops <laughs> because Black Ops has like I'm not usually a fan of music in first person shooters. I am tends to be the most boring music you can ever think of. And I'm like, they can even turn composers who are incredible. Like, I don't know if you had God of War on your list, Hunter. I could have very easily have put God of War 2018 on my list because of how fucking incredible that soundtrack is. I didn't. Maybe we could talk about it another time. But even the composer for God of War did Call of Duty this year. And I don't remember a single fucking song from that video game. It's that forgettable and bland (laughs) and boring. It's like they can take incredible composers and they can turn them to absolute like mediocrity. Like there's just like some songs where I'm just like, there's nothing. But there's something about the scores in the Black Ops games that are just 
absolutely ridiculous how good they are. And I'm like, um, I think his name's, what's his name? It's Jack, what's his name? Black Ops Composer. I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Oh no, Black Ops 2 Composer, what's his name? He's done all of them. It's like Jack, Jack Wall, that's his name. I knew it was Jack. Jack Wall uh, was mainly known for composing, uh, he's mainly known for like composing like Mass Effect and stuff like that. So he did like, he's oh, done like really nice. great soundtracks and he's done like every Black Ops since two. And there's just something about his music, which is like, again, the multiplayer themes. There's no reason for a multiplayer theme to slap oh, yeah. as hard as you the Black Ops the multiplayer themes. Like, the one for Cold War, Cold War. one yeah. time. Yeah. And yeah, that thing went harder than it had any right to, considering the series it was trapped in. Literally, the Black Ops series just has an absolutely iconic track record of having every single multiplayer theme, Black Ops 2 and Cold War in particular, have no reason to like slam as hard as they do. And it's like an absolute vibe that I love. But also the reason I give it to Black Ops is because of the zombies mode. There's something so iconic about all of the zombies music, whether it is Damned, which is the piano theme, which I feel like mostly everybody has heard at this point, which is a very kind of, it's so simplistic. It is basically... Damned One from Black Ops 1 is quite literally just uh, Kevin Sherwood, one of the composers, literally just playing the piano. There's nothing else. It's all piano. And yet it's so eerie and creepy and I just love it. Uh, and it's just the fact that they're able to do the creepy stuff like that. They're able to do these original scores where they have, in what is essentially a side mode, they have their own iconic soundtracks and things where you have damned you have samantha's theme uh, samantha's lullaby rather where you just have a load of music which is so damn good and how they i just don't get how on such a small budget they're able to go okay right in one in one video game we're gonna have the first we're gonna have the first one which is the one where all the money's going to it we're gonna have it be a 1930s thriller where every piece of music is based on the 1930s we're going to change all the jingles that we usually have everything is 1930s then have go straight back into 1940s classic into going into doing kind of like organic horror with this like dystopian japanese like horror island where a load of tests were undergone on people and they're doing like they go on to the whole kind of japanese horror side to straight into russia with like a kind of heavy metal kind of soundtrack for like a for like this alternate reality take on uh russia during world war Two, where there's like mechs everywhere to be able to go like to this grand finale and they just they do all this and they manage to do it on next to no budget and it's just like i'm just like i applaud whoever works at treyarch that is able to do all this not only like in the span of a year but with the budget they have because no one gives a shit about zombies in terms of Activision and money. <laughs> I'm just like, I have to give them props. Also, the fact that they make a heavy metal song, like every single DLC, every single map they make, they do a new actual song, which is just really cool. It's like, imagine if they like, it's like, imagine if that's if in Call of Duty, every zombies map had a devil trigger essentially, where they had their own kind of like actual song that isn't just uh, for a yeah, video yeah. game. It's really cool. So, yeah. Unironically. There are parts of Call of Duty soundtrack that does slap, and Black Ops is definitely one of them. Right, Hunter. 
what else what else have you got is this the final one for you um would you have a couple more um big yeah, we can call this the last one. Okay. Yeah. What have you got? Um, yeah. Uh, Bloodborne. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna bring up FromSoft. Yeah, FromSoft is just. Oh, it's so good, man! Like, oh, the opening cutscene's got its own theme that's real solid. The uh, fight with Gascoigne, and I think I think he has like this general hunter's theme, is what his is. Hunter's Dream. Really good. I love the Hunter's Dream music. The Hunter's Dream, really good. Iconic. Oh, God, so good. Oh, the the Garman fight, really good. Oh, the, this was so epic. The DLC, the old the old Hunters DLCs got a couple of absolute jams. Like the fight against Lady Maria just doesn't stop being fantastic. The more it progresses, uh, the fight with the Orphan of Causes the theme for that also really great and the whole theme for the area before it very eerie and good at setting the scene i also really like murgo's alibi that music box theme that you hear throughout the game Mm -hmm. yeah it's really good there's so many there's so many there's so many good pieces of music in bloodborne and it's like i say it's it's going all in again on that kind of orchestral kind of loud kind of almost threatening soundtrack where it's like it you feel like the the soundtrack is against you in it on it like in its own way at times where it feels like the soundtrack is as much the the villain as the thing you're fighting i just love that about FromSoft games in general because i've got to give it to Elden ring as well as well as much as i do not really care for Elden ring that much god FromSoft has this magical way of having a main menu that is literally just a fucking JPEG, yet have the most incredible like opening music <laughs> of all time. They'll literally just have the fucking box art on the thing with a press start to begin, yet they've got like this bellowing kind of Lord of the Rings kind of epic music just to start yeah. you off. And it's just like... The thing with FromSoft is... A lot, obviously, a lot of their games is environmental storytelling. So it, yeah. a lot of the music plays such a massive part in those games because, especially if you're like me, I can't be fucked to, to read all of the item descriptions and try and piece stuff together <laughs> a lot of the time. But you at least get the vibe and you at least get what they're going for just from the pure feeling and reaction to the soundtrack alone. That's all you really need to really feel like you're in their world, which is true for all of their games. From what I've played, yeah. like uh, I, I can't really remember so much about the time I was with Elden Ring, but in Bloodborne, at least, like for a lot of the time, it's not like the soundtrack was going off the entire every second you were playing it. A lot of time, it was like ambient up until you encountered something, and then it starts going hard, and it really makes a moment out of it that way too. Mm. Yeah, it's just yeah. There's something about FromSoft games that are just again. I like they, they just are oh, they're just iconic in their soundtracks where it's like it's not necessarily a soundtrack where I'm sitting there going oh yeah I this is gonna get stuck in my head or whatever but it's like if you listen to it you're like damn like this is just good music just really solid music especially for boss fights yeah absolutely love it also fun fact for you Hunter uh, and Kyle I guess is uh is it Mio one of the characters in Yobay three. The person that looks like Nia. I think her name's Mio. Uh, voiced yeah. by the same voice actor who voiced Rani in Elden Ring. <laughs> I only oh, just clicked no on that. 
I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, that's weird. I never expected the FromSoft cast to cross over with the Xenoblade cast. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, interesting little tidbit. No, Kyle, we'll let you go properly last. So, uh, oh god, I've got to come up with a final one. Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> I've got mine ready. If you want me to go, no. Uh, if we're going for if we're going for atmospheric, I can go with atmospheric. I can work with that. Uh, you said GTA earlier. I'm not actually going to pick GTA. I'm going to go with Red <laughs> Dead because, as always, whenever I get a chance to bring up Rockstar, I want to bring up Red Dead Redemption and not GTA because fuck GTA. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, again, in terms of environmental, there's it has its it has its moments and it has its songs. But it's like in terms of, like there's something about Red Dead soundtrack where you genuinely feel like you're in a western, where you'll have those moments where you'll just stumble into it. It's kind of like Breath of the Wild, where you'll just stumble into a town and it'll play just like a little melody. Like it'll play like a little string of a song or something like that, where it's like it genuinely does just constantly feel like you're in a Western. It's like the soundtrack kind of complements the game, not the other way around. A lot of games like Persona, the soundtrack kind of becomes its own kind of embodiment, right? The soundtrack yeah. becomes the game where you're like, I'm jamming here. The gameplay is secondary right now. I am vibing to, <laughs> I am vibing to take over. I am not going, Oh, I'm having fun playing the gameplay here while listening to take over. It's like, no, this is TakeOver featuring the video game. <laughs> Whereas Red Dead is, again, it's like those FromSoft, it's like FromSoft, where it's just like, sometimes you can Breath of the Wild, you can't, sometimes you just don't even realize it's there. But it's just adding to that kind of atmospheric tension where you can hear the kind of out-of-tune strings playing because you're starting to become in danger. And it's just like, you, it's just the way that the game kind of plays with its little environmental cues and its little music cues to just kind of build you into that world is just great. I just love that. I, I also, I'm just a sucker when people are like, okay, you're on horseback. So the horseback kind of feeds into the music as you're going and stuff like that. It's like, oh, as yeah, the pace builds like up, that. the music pace builds up. So if you're in a chase, a lot of the time, one of the things that I absolutely love is the music's in pace with how fast you're going usually. So it's like, the music just kind of feels like it feels like you're kind of trotting on the beat in a way because it's like it genuinely feels like it's a movie as if it's been timed perfectly that that's the shot it's like it feels like that constantly and i just love when games do that it's just like one of my favorite things i love reactionary kind of music i hate when it's obvious but when it's subtle and you don't really notice it and you're like damn this just feels like i always i always love it when it basically it makes you feel like you're kind of doing it to the beat it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's scripted it doesn't feel like that's the experience everybody's gonna have it just feels like this is your playthrough and your experience that's what i love when that kind of stuff kind of pulls together and works and very rarely it does but i love when it does and red dead's definitely an example of that right go on then kyle bring us home what have you got what's your final one so when i originally made my list i put in some rules for myself (laughs) <laughs> and I'm about to just say fuck those rules because you can't. I don't want to ignore this. It's guilty okay. gear. Guilty gear. Why? What was your rule? What, what what rules were these breaking? My rule was no guilty gear because I felt like I talked about it too much. Oh, but it. like, how dare you? The soundtrack you? is just like even like from all the games. The soundtrack is just way too iconic. Even for like we're going all the way back to plus R. Guilty Gear XX plus R. 
which oh. is like the first easy game you can get in like one of the first games you can easily get access to and like that game it was all just like it was all just instrumental and it was all all the characters had their own unique themes Mu- like music just played such a big role in guilty gear it was heavily inspired by classic rock and even the creator dice gay he was a composer before he was a game designer Oh, nice. So you can all, you can see all the classic rock influences just littered throughout the games, and you know plus R every character had their own theme song, and then there are also unique battle themes. If you picked two characters to fight each other, like Soul and Kai would have a unique theme, Zato and Milia would have a unique theme, and it was it was a really good way of just like you like using music to tell a story. Very simple, no, no lyrics, just all through the unique music. Then in Exerd on PS4, he started to like test the waters with with lyrical songs like Big Blast Sonic and Ride the Fire. And then in Strive, <laughs> that's good. Dude, Ride the Fire is fucking epic. It's just a really funny title because obviously that that's definitely considering you just said that he's like a big fan of like classic rock and stuff. That's obviously a Metallica shout out. Ride the Lightning. Yep. Yeah. Which is even one of Kai's attack names. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, then in Strive, like I've talked to death on this podcast about Strive's OST. It got robbed at the Game Awards last year. It was absolutely <laughs> just fantastic. And it's just, with all the new songs they added in, and also songs from the older Guilty Gears, it's basically just like a greatest hits of the of 20 years of history. Yeah. It's just like, I can't say enough good about Guilty Gear as a whole. And, all, and they're all available on Spotify. If you need, like, a workout playlist or anything, hit up Guilty Gear. You'll find oh, something. Yeah. yeah. No. It's a good one to end it on. I also wanted to mention that I did look up God of War's composer. His name's Bear McCreary. And also, fun fact, he's the composer for, Sp- for Forspoken as well, apparently. Which now has me wow. more interested yeah. in Forspoken than I was... Before this podcast, I can tell you that much. Because <laughs> at least the music will probably be good. So there you go. Anyway, those are some of our picks for our favorite soundtracks. We probably missed a ton. We can probably do another one, oh, really, yeah. if we thought about yeah, it. Yeah, we could do. We could yeah, do another one. We still got. We still got two weeks until Cena played. <laughs> well, no, we're not doing another one back to back. Calm the yeah. fuck down, kids. We're not that crazy. But- We'll do another one, but this time it'll be Sam, Jack, and Kane. Oh, yeah. We'll just take oh, fuck, a week off. That'd be nice, dude. Shame <laughs> I can't trust I, any of them to record it and get it all done in time. Like, that would not happen. <laughs> God, could you imagine? That's like, leave Sam in charge and, like, make, make sure Jack isn't drunk. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> That'd be funny. I'm telling you, I, t- I said to Jack yesterday, we're going to have to fucking give him a breathalyzer test next time he's trying to come on the podcast. Dude, man can't be trusted. Man can't be trusted. Make him say the alphabet backwards and do a walk in a straight line test on the webcam. <laughs> Turn your webcam on. Walk in a straight line, Jack. Uh, it'd be funny. But no, let us know what uh, picks we may have missed uh, that you like. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll cover them in a future episode. Never say never. Uh, I guess for now, uh, as always, 
All links are on screen right now. You can go and follow us on Twitter if you want to keep up to date with everything we do outside of the podcast. Um, you've probably seen me mo- moan about how well or terrible I did in 1545, so I hope you enjoyed those <laughs> tweets. They were probably pretty tragic. <laughs> I still don't know because I haven't done it yet. Victimizing yeah just a lot of me slamming my desk maybe the broken controller who knows i'm hoping that i'm very positive and it's tiny not by the way final platform gonna be bottom right bottom right okay yeah we'll see if you're right i'm gonna be so mad anyway uh, <laughs> i have to find out next week if he was uh, yeah Regardless of the stuff about me, if you just want to keep up to date with the show, you can go and follow us on Twitter at HotGamersOnly. Subscribe to the YouTube channel youtube.com forward slash HotGamersOnly. And hey, if you don't want to look at our stupid faces, that's cool too. You can head to the link tree or search for HotGamersOnly on your favorite podcast service such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We're on it. We're on a load of stuff. You can find us anywhere. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where people listen to most of the time. I think it's Spotify. If you have Spotify and it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. listen to uh, but we are available on others if you do want to or just listen to us on youtube i don't know i want to know who the psychotic person is who like has youtube premium and downloads the video and then listens to it as an mp3 <laughs> i want to know who you are are you psychotic <laughs> enough to download the video version and then only listen to the audio i respect you is that like a proof <laughs> is that like a proven metric that we know happens or is this just hypothetical no. hypothetical like, it's just because okay. i know i do that i use podcasts as background noise even if it's a video podcast so i either have it on the second yeah. page or i'll tab out for a bit so i just want to know if people do the same i assume you do because i assume everyone gets sick of looking at the words hot gamers only podcast in our shoots so our free faces <laughs> every week it's not like we have a set or anything for people to look at is it it's just like games and games, games. and games so, yeah games okay. masks hope you like games. yeah exactly uh, but no do let us know but yeah regardless well i guess we'll be back same time same place next week in the wait to xenoblade 3 we still got a couple of weeks left unfortunately but we'll get those games yeah. eventually the longest july of, of my dream. life longest july i know right hey at least we still pre-orders still haven't gone live in europe yet so you know we're still molding over here i might not have a copy yet we'll see we'll see but anyway who knows what we're talking about next week i have no clue but i guess we'll find out soon uh but you'll find out same time same place next week that's for sure but until then have an awesome week and yeah we'll see you next time bye See ya. Toodaloo.